0: All right, y'all. Good day, good day. We appreciate y'all joining us once again. And this is going to be a quick, simple one. We're just going to talk about some NFTs real quick. There were some interesting developments here recently in the space, in the sector. And, you know, we care about y'all. We're trying to look out for y'all. So thought it could be valuable to just put a few things in front of you so that, so that you may be able to take advantage of it. So the thing I was saying was interesting this past week was that I can't remember his name off the top of my head but there was some executive at OpenSea and he was found to be buying NFTs. After he bought them, he would then get them on the front page of OpenSea, get them hyped, then he would sell them. He did this numerous times. And so he got fired. And crypto Twitter was not kind to the man. Uh, like I said, I can't remember his name on top of my head, but I thought that was interesting because... Obviously, OpenSea is one of the most dominant platforms in the space right now.
1: Well, respected from what I know, too.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's just so funny because mm. a year ago, OpenSea was so niche. You know, it's like talking to... It was just so, so not known.
1: Yeah, and and to be in it, in it, to, to really know anything about OpenSea or yeah. the connectivity to anything.
0: Yeah, and so then to see this come out, immediately it just made me think back to decentralization. Of just like, okay, at the end of the day, when you have people running a company, you're always going to have some risk. Now, granted, I thought that it was, what I saw from it was, okay, cool, they're actually being honest and acknowledging that this did happen. Because how, how could you really prove it necessarily so for them to come out openly, publicly, and then acknowledge like, yeah, we're disappointed, and we let them go. Sort of thing. Part of me was like, all right, so why would I trust anything else that's put up on OpenSea? You know, because maybe he wasn't the only one doing it. But anyhow, that was kind of just the drama in the NFT space. I finished the rapid fire. So there was that. The rival to Spotify. Now, it's not a one-to-one with well, NFTs. a Spotify rival. <laughs> yeah, so basically what they're aiming to do is be a decentralized alternative to Spotify, mm-hmm. where everything is happening verified on blockchain. I think it's, it integrates in some way, shape, or form. The streaming royalties mm-hmm. are paid out as well, but it's a platform called Audius and TikTok. Audience. Actually, Audius, oh, Audius, like Optimus Prime, like yeah. Audius, mm-hmm. but they partnered with TikTok about two or three weeks ago and then the price spiked like 30, 40%, something like that. And then it came back down as things tend to do. But I saw an article yesterday Mm -hmm. that Nas, Katy Perry, and a couple of people I can't remember on the top of my head invested in Audius. And so, you know, who knows how much that'll move the needle, but Nas, that if y'all don't know, he has been on a goddamn track record with his tech investments. He invested in Coinbase. He invested in, uh, I think he invested in, not Afterpay, what's the other popular one? Affirm. A firm. Yeah. I think he... Anyway, look up Nas's track list on angel Investors. No, it's
1: ridiculous. On Twitter, they were talking about it, about how much a few very prominent artists have made a lot of money from being early stage investors in a lot of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So just, you know, word to the wise, you come up on a bag, that's the beautiful thing about crypto and blockchain. You can get into these venture investing sort of opportunities without needing to have $5 million dollars. You know, in the eyes of the uh, the regulators and the SEC, but we had that go down. Also, Doja Cat she put out an NFT uh, from a platform called One of One, and oh, that's
1: what an interesting name.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought literally when I
1: saw it, I was like,
0: "Yeah, we did it better. Our logo's better." But she and they released it. Most of what they're doing is on the Tezos blockchain. So yeah. I don't know if you got any Tezos. If y'all don't have any Tezos, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some for free from Coinbase. That's the only reason I have it. Um, it's the only
1: reason I have it, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's free money, man. Yeah. i mad at it. Whatever. I'll, I'll take your education. Yeah, i yeah. take you three minutes.
0: So they put out an NFT, and they had that, and then they had
1: something else that was in partnership with... So Tezza's just... Is it a smart contract just built on top of Ethereum?
0: No, it's its own blockchain. So basically, mm. that's like that's the category that was popping crazy so in Solana? August. It's a smart contract platform. So these are layer one. Completely, on completely separate. Completely <laughs> separate. So here's the thing though, which is funny too, because like we talked about the other night, Solana crashed for a few hours yeah. uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. But we're seeing rivals because basically anything that is actually a product or a service mm-hmm. has to operate via smart contract. And up to this point, and still today, the vast majority of those are built on top of Ethereum. The issue
1: being people are not trying to pay these gas fees. The gas fees are stupid. <laughs> it, it, trying to mint anything on rareable, super rare, trying to even put a bid in on anything. Bruh. I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to put in uh, 0.0025 uh-huh. ETH for this, uh, but it's going to cost me, translate this back to dollars for a second, it's going to cost me $75 for the gas fees to bid five cents.
0: No, it's wild. It's wild. Last night I was looking to exit a position and I was looking at, okay, I was jumping between Uniswap and One Inch. Uh and one inch is just like a <laughs> it routes things back and forth. So you can put yeah. in limit orders and whatnot. The same transaction, fifty-four dollars on Uniswap on one inch, five hundred seventy dollars, it was quoting me. Now I lie. Yeah, nah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be paying fifty-four fucking dollars, but no, you know. But if it's fifty or it's five hundred, I'm gonna take the fifty.
0: Yeah, you know I'm saying, so I think they're gonna see some success. The platforms I think they could, they, you know, just from a branding standpoint, UI, UX standpoint, it, I, I don't love it. But uh, but I think being on Tezos, so it'll do well. So we got audience. We got one of. Uh, the other thing to look out for is Royal.io. And that's from Bilal. And he's a electronic music producer. And they're not launched yet. I
1: think their goal is to launch some q He jumped Q4. Heavy into the NFTs, though, from the, from the onset. Bro, he went stuff. dumb
0: on it. Yeah, man. And so he's the co-founder of this platform. Maybe he's just the founder. I don't want to take away credit from the man, but I think they're looking to, to do some sort mm-hmm. of launch or have their product live, either Q4 or Q1 of 2022. Uh, what else? What else? And then basically just, and we spoke about this, but just the the pivot from NFTs only being able to exist on top of Ethereum to every other smart contract platform going out of its way to integrate them. So uh, a move, I put some bread in about, two or three weeks ago was ICP, Internet Computer Protocol. Now, granted, it's still buggy, and it's still, mm-hmm. it's still I, I'm going to use the word trash, but it's it, it's very lackluster at this moment, but they did a launch of some NFTs. so I was like, cool, everything NFT is popping. Let me put some bread in because it. I don't see how I could really go too much lower. It already crashed, like over 80% from when it launched. So just keep your eye on that. If that starts to get more traction, start to hear more news there, that could be a play. Anthony Scaramucci, he put about his firm, Skybridge Capital. They threw about $250 million into Algorand. Algorand is also something that they can run smart contracts on, as far as I know. So watch out for NFTs there. And also, I saw that Marvel, they put out a notice that no artists are allowed to make any NFTs if you are a Marvel artist. And so then the same week I saw the NFL... Somebody who's in the league, whether they're a player or not, I don't know if they're a member of the NFL, they said that internally they had been sending out an edict that nobody was allowed to be involved, get any endorsement deals, do anything NFT related. And so all this screams to me is they all fitting into NFTs.
1: Yeah, you know V Friends also also uh launched Gary V launched that. I mean V Friends and all of his small drawings, I don't know if you've seen them. Yeah, yeah, um, you sent it to me. There, I mean there's already money flying all over the place from that. Because mm. Gary Vee, even though uh, he tells, he'll tell you straight to your face, you shouldn't be, and we've talked about this before, you shouldn't be consuming all my content if you are. That's kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. But because of his his quantity and quality of what he puts out uh, with the team that's behind you know, Gary Vee, the personal brand, 27 people, so you can imagine that if you're consuming everything, you're consuming the work of 27 people working behind the scenes. Uh, he'll even tell you to stop stop listening, but he does have somewhat of a cult following. So those drops of those initial, all of the V friends mm-hmm. going stupid, stupid money flying around. Mm. I believe that he airdrops some, some stuff to some people. Mm-hmm. And then from there, uh, people are starting to resell and stuff starting happening and good on him. Probably. He's monetizing the, the, uh, the attention there. It's interesting. We also have, um, somebody that we might bring on the podcast, at some time in the near future that I was talking to about getting in the NFT space. Also my boy, um, the used to bartend with me, he just released a, uh, you know, a hundred, hundred photo collection. I'm interested to see the, uh, the crossover of what they do with the potentially sexually explicit content though on mm-hmm. these platforms, because they're not, you know, there's no, there's no gatekeeper for people that are under 18 and technically, you know, international law and with, with how it has to do with censorship for, uh nudity and what have you there's a lot of platforms big tech is very anti
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> in some cases very anti nudity and then in yeah. other cases car blanche do whatever you want we want the eyes uh, so I'm interested to see what happens there on the nft side but if you all don't know what nfts are i would definitely recommend i'm sure native assets has some um some public information public facing information one thirty seven p m also has a really great breakdown that's like hundred pages of everything to do with nfts not so much the tech necessarily like the code that everything is built on but the application and, and what that whole team thinks is going to be moving forward uh into also i know at uh at some point um you know the course that Savon's probably going to talk about here in a second that i'd actually like him to go into uh everything DeFi, blockchain etc gonna walk you through some stuff on on some nfts but NFTs, action, I saw this on Mintable, you can use a credit card now on Mintable. Yeah, so that is... Which is, is interesting because the last time I was on there, you could only... Uh-huh. You know, they covered gas fees, and you could mint whatever you wanted, however much you wanted. I know, uh, I believe Cuban got into that and a few other people got mm, into that. Bought, but now they have a credit card solution in there to go ahead and purchase. I was like, oh. Mass
0: market, man. You got to make it easy. Google, they... I, I don't think they bought a part of it, but they partnered with Damper Labs. They were the ones that were behind the Flow Blockchain, and the NBA Top Shots. I was about to ask if that was Top Shots. Yeah, yeah. so they partnered with Google, so they're going to pop. <clears throat> and, uh, and yeah, the whole onboarding process needs to be more seamless for people. And what I would say, and once again, I'm as they say in the crypto Twitter, I'm trying to get y'all some alpha out here. There's a project called D-Race, and the ticker is D-E-R-C. And it is- Dirk. Yep, Dirk. (laughs) And it is poised to be the first blockchain-based horse gambling NFT product. Oh, wow. (laughs) Interesting. So horse racing, uh, the stadiums will be NFTs, the horses are NFTs. You can place bets on these races, and and they have a a verifiably fair and transparent uh, mechanism that basically determines the – skill sets and just makes it all where you know most betting sites in the traditional world is always rigged. So because of how the blockchain, and this this is an oracle-based thing, but you can verify randomness. And so when you actually have programmatic randomness built in, there's no real way that you can cheat that system by having the code say that, okay, still make sure the house wins. So anyhow, it's still very early on in that project, and they haven't even fully launched yet. So... Yeah, and I got to shout Alex Becker, He, uh, which was funny when you sent me the high Hyros thing earlier this week, because I've been following Alex Becker all year, because uh, he pivoted super hard into crypto. But yeah, I would just say check that out. And then there's another game, and it sounds really goofy, but it's called Snook, S-N-O-O-K. It's kind of like Snake, but it's all NFTs, and it's kind of one of those things where you got like one life, if you die, you lose it. But then to my understanding, when I looked at it a few weeks ago. You can revive yourself, but you gotta buy yourself back. And then it's just, it's, it's an NFT based thing. And so, me, something that Alex Becker and another guy named Elio Trades on YouTube, they really made abundantly clear to me is that NFTs are gonna pop the absolute hardest in video games. And that's yet to really happen in earnest. Uh, Axie Infinity is, is one of the greatest examples of it. It went from, and I felt like a fucking <clears throat> imbecile because I was watching Axie Infinity since january and that shit was not even four dollars and that shit ran up to like 80 something dollars uh but anyhow it's just a way to kind of trying to stay ahead of some of these trends but uh but to your point about the sexually explicit content there's a platform called nafty so like nasty but nafty and they launched recently so anyhow check them out but they're 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 geared in that way. Uh, that's what come rocket that project that Elon pumped for a little while briefly. With the yeah.
1: cummies, Yeah, With the cummies talking. Yeah, you? and and I don't even say anything about the sexually explicit because I'm I'm not even really talking porn. I'm more so. I'm not talking about pornographic video content. I'm more talking about even the abstract mm-hmm. um, high art because I I've seen some um some abs some abstractions of. Sexually explicit content on OpenSea, but it's very abstract, more mm-hmm. big shape than it is anatomically correct for anything. I think intentionally because of the way that their policies are set. Yeah. But where does someone that was an OnlyFans creator, you know, or a photographer of that kind of stuff, or shoots for Playboy, Maxim, or what have you, mm-hmm. where can they jump in here? I mean, we've got a we've got a homie that I don't keep up uh, as much with anymore, but shoots content that's like teeter-totters on that sexually explicit Mm -hmm. it's all it's like maxim yeah it's yeah i mean the stuff looks great but it's it's interesting because i'm i'm wondering like where can you sell that and where can you not? Because there is no gatekeeper. If it is yeah. truly decentralized, there's no one like, hey, check this box and make sure you're 18.
0: Yeah. So that's where the guidelines come in. But literally, Nafti is a platform yeah. for it. NAFTA is another one. I don't know if they're mm. the same company. Very similar names there. Yeah. Because I saw Nafter a few weeks ago and I almost bought some just off of like just the wave. Uh, But anyhow. Napster. Yeah, right? (laughs) So there are platforms that are available and and more popping up over time, but it's still about which one's going to really gain that traction. Yeah. Uh, And I think that OnlyFans is in a really good position
1: to make a pivot. Well, you know, they just rolled back their sexual legs, but I'm pretty sure it was all just a a sham to... They said that they were going to kick everyone off that was doing sexually explicit yeah, content call. and they yanked it back. Yeah. When half of, I'm probably over half of their user base was like, oh, hell no. No, for sure. We've literally made y'all rich.
0: Yep. I looked into that and I put an article out on LinkedIn about it and there's a part of the book about it, but because uh, they were squeezed in before, you know, sending it to print. But basically, they were claiming that their banking partners were going to drop them. About it, uh, mm-hmm. but then they ultimately walked it back. And so then I was just reiterating to people the power of direct payments and direct transaction ability. And Absolutely. to me, it's a no brainer that they should integrate digital asset payment infrastructure into their platform because there's so many different fucking ways you can do it. These With days. auto
1: splitting, I mean, the same way that Stripe Connect does it, traditional mm-hmm. finance for transactions, I mean, that is essentially what the NFT side, but it's verifiable and it's yep. not centralized. Like that, mm-hmm. I think that that's actually. And it's not something that I even put together until I'm sitting right here in front of you. That Stripe Connect is a traditional way to auto split payments, mm-hmm. and there's other other payment processors that have that. But Stripe could say, "Hey, we're not going to deal with porn. Yeah. Hey, we're not going to deal with this because there's a booby out." Yeah. And someone that's invested in us is not going to let us do that. That owns the majority of us. Or yeah. I think it's I think it's very interesting. There's you know it's kind of car blanche out here. There's all kinds of stuff going on left, right, and sideways. But why not go ahead and fortify yourself from any centralized capability to take you down like we we've seen with uh with people just open their mouth a little bit too much on twitter Mm -hmm. like i i don't think it's necessarily a good thing to go and your whole the whole capability of you being able to make money you know whether it be in in music and art and whatever nfts are going to go a ton of different places Mm -hmm. right now they're looked at as just quote unquote faux art for some Mm -hmm. and and new art and new age and whatever rip off whatever whatever the hell you want to call it but I think it's interesting that there might be a place here where a lot of people don't necessarily need 360 deals anymore to make the kind of cash that they used to make because they don't need the promotion because it's not there is no gatekeeper if you can get out there Mm -hmm. and you can generate attention whether it be through you know what you're doing you know showing up to Met Gala with a with a blood-stained dress, or, yeah. or whatever have you, I mean, legitimately, AOC could probably make a lot of money on the blockchain. Absolutely, fucking By man. releasing NFTs about her, the ideology that she spouts all, all the time. Yeah, man. I mean,
0: with the with the loot boxes that were pumping about a month ago, literally what? I'm not loot kidding. boxes. Yeah, bro, and I fucked up because I saw an article about it pretty early, and I just didn't pull the thread th- further because I'm like, I got other shit to do. Like, you can't jump down every rabbit hole. But basically, but you have to.
1: And that's emerging.
0: No, I mean, I've jumped on down a few rabbit holes that have been fucking blessings. Um, but, you know, you can't catch every goddamn rabbit. No. And so, basically, <laughs> this dude was on Twitter. Yeah. And he just made a tweet that said, uh, what else do you do on Twitter? But he said, basically, boom, here's the contract address. Go mint it. They're free. And so, when you went to the contract address, because this is something that even I wasn't aware of this uh, until DeMarco brought this to my attention. But you can go and you can mint NFTs directly from the contract. Itself, you don't have to do it through any of these platforms. You can do it straight from the contract itself. See,
1: right? And then you can re-reference it on any of these platforms because it's pulling on-chain data. So
0: when you mint it, that's when you basically bought it. Uh So you can mint it directly from the contract, and then just like you always would, it's in your wallet now. Now you can see you can then then secondary and tertiary sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't have to go through OpenSea or any of this other shit to get it. No, you can do that. You pay a higher fee. Uh, Because of just how the smart contract is executed. But for people who want to drop like immediately, you can do it straight through the contract once it's live. So this dude put this out there and everybody went. I think it may have been 10,000 or Mm 7,000. But they were the squares of text. Similarly to how I was uh, ideating the Urban Eloquent stuff Mm -hmm. a while back. And they were just boxes of literally text. And it was almost imagine you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and it's reading out. You know, when you like pick up an item on the ground and it's like Excalibur sword, um, pelt, can of peas. And it's just reading out like an RPG fashion, whatever the hell you just grab, whatever the loot drop was. Mm -hmm. That's all these boxes were. That's all these squares of text. And they put them together. And so when you met the NFT, that was the NFT. These shits were selling for 50 grand, 100 grand. And based on... Anyhow... It was just another interesting just just moment in real time of, yo, this shit is so early. And people literally, the definition of price discovery. oh, what's this fucking square of text worth? A 100,000. They'd be like, oh, sh- Run it. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So, so it was interesting times. And uh, last thing, I feel like we're just scattershotting. You know, it's like this is a just CNN update. Yeah. And
1: I, I don't know, we're not going to add a disclaimer on what NFTs even are on the front mm-hmm. end of this, but um, can you give like a, like a, 15 a real short, second? Just like right
0: Verifiable authenticity. Okay. Verifiable yes. authenticity. Yeah, verifiable legitimacy. So, with that being the case, another thing I would recommend if people aren't familiar with it is Rally. So, Rally, they have some really big backers, really big investors, but basically, it's a platform. It's built on Ethereum right now that allows somebody to go in and it's geared towards social influencers, uh, YouTube personalities, people like that with big followings. You can go in and you can create a fan token. And so, you can go in, and create a token. And like BitCloud? But less cryptic and less statusy, um, less like clout driven. And it's more like, yeah, just come on this bitch if you want to create a token. Here's the easiest way to do it, and you can do it in a cost-effective way. Because as you know, if you don't know, minting NFT is, fuck, like that's a barrier
1: entry in and of itself. Extremely expensive yeah. for what you're for, for for the value that you have in that given moment. Yeah, you know, could mean that you make a lot of money on it down the road, but the, it's cost- definitely upfront
0: costs. Yeah. And so it allows people to more easily, with a lower barrier of entry, go in create a fan token. And Portugal the man actually went and did this hey. recently. And, uh, you know, I was talking to my homeboy, uh, the drummer, about potentially doing this. Mm-hmm. He's working on some loot packs and shit. And, yeah, it's just there's a lot of different horses out here in the race. And also, too, Rally, they have a token. So, you know, not financial advice. I don't know. Maybe it'll pop. Coinbase is invested in them. Who the fuck knows? But uh, yeah, so is DYDX not NFT related? But DYDX, man, I would just say that. I would just say that. Yeah. So well, cool. cool.
1: Well, we'll probably All wrap that. there. But uh, that's just kind of a scatter shot on on NFTs and and what to look out for. It's not just Ethereum out here anymore. It is not, not just the uh, the platforms that. Uh, it's not just Rareble, Super Rare, mm-hmm. and OpenSea. Yeah. There's plenty of others. Mintable exists. You can buy all kinds of things with credit cards mm-hmm. now as well. So, oh yeah, I think that's it's uh, kind of where we're at with that. Uh, Y'all be on the lookout for Native Assets to be dropping a slew of things that will uh, suit your fancy. If you'd like to jump into the blockchain, the crypto, or understand more about DeFi, uh, it is important to note that none of Any of this is financial advice, uh, and we are not liable for quite literally anything. But if you do want a centralized place where all the information over years and years has been put into application, not just in theory land, you spicy boys. Um, you can find it at NativeAssets. Uh, is it .co? Is it .com? Is it .co.
0: .io? .com is too expensive. It was cost prohibitive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> NativeAssets.co. Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, Native Assets on Twitter, Native Assets on Instagram, also on LinkedIn uh, for any of you that are sitting in an office. And uh, we appreciate y'all coming out and uh, listening to this kind of scattershot on NFTs. I believe that we will probably jump into more crypto and more... Yeah. Um, Time-sensitive information around uh, decentralized finance and, and what have you there um, in the future because it's top of mind for both of us. So yeah,
0: I think it makes sense. And thank you for um, for putting it out that. I recognize I never really go too too specifically. So I'll uh, I'll just finish that thought. Basically, we got we got two offerings. We have the course. Mm-hmm. The seminar, as I like to refer to because I think, courses just it doesn't really do it justice. But we have that, and then we also have the Blockchain Blueprint book that, uh, that we're very, very near to finishing the, the final edit on and sending that to print. And, you know, I was structuring the program uh, one way before, but then I realized I want to get this into as many hands as humanly fucking possible. So it, for the less than p- the price of a PlayStation 5, You can get all this game and everything from the technical side of it. We get into the nitty gritty, the low level. We get to the executive view, high level, decentralized finance, how to set up passive income streams, uh, high yield, how to get leverage in the space, investing, technical analysis, trading, how to minimize your tax liabilities. We cover it very, very thoroughly in, in a great detail uh, as well. We have assessments in there. And basically, the, the way it's set up is it rolls out over a 21-day period. So within 21 days, you can gain basically all the damn knowledge I've, I've, I've built up over the years about it and the knowledge of other people who I've had as mentors as well. And as James said, stuff we actually put into practical application uh, with that, not just sat on it. as theoretical. So go check it out. Go visit it. I know it'll be very, very helpful for you, but we have that. And then we have the book as well for uh, for folks who just want to jump in that way. But if you have the time and you're serious about it, I would highly recommend you opt for the course, but the book is great too. It's not everything, but it's a good starter starting place. It's a good Yeah, and you can
1: uh, feel free to jump into my DMs, feel free to jump into his DMs, feel free to shoot me a text if you have my number. If you don't, sorry, you're not getting it um but yeah get in touch with us one way or another um i do not work for native assets but i have gone through the whole course um and i can give you basically a high level high level view of what game you're actually going to get out of here and uh i don't stand to to gain monetarily so um you know if it's something you're into let's talk if it's something you want me to connect you with him let's talk Either way, we appreciate y'all listening today to this episode. It is not our usual format; it's just Dude. pop, 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 pop. But we thought it prudent uh, with the direction that everything that with the direction that everything in the NFT space is going, uh, we need to condense a lot of information into one one episode. So, yeah. thank y'all for coming out.
0: Thank y'all. Peace.